everyone. Welcome to the College Exploration Spotlight Series. My name is Victoria and I work for the Charlotte Mecklenburg Library. Each episode, we're going to be interviewing current or recently graduated students at a variety of schools for teens to learn more about colleges before applying. Finding the right school to fit your wants and needs can be hard, but the library is here to help. Let's have some fun and explore these schools together. All opinions expressed by interviewees are solely their current opinions and do not reflect the opinions of Charlotte Mecklenburg Library or its affiliates. Their opinions are based upon their experiences and information in which they consider to be reliable. Today's interview is with Deandra. So hi, thank you so much for talking with me today. Hi, thank you for having me. All right, so what school did you attend? So I attended Elizabeth City State University. Um, here so in- for anyone... Oh, sorry. For anyone who doesn't know where it is, where is that located? So it's here in North Carolina. Um, it's up in like the northeast corner, about an hour away from the Outer Banks and 30 minutes from Virginia. So it's like right in the corner of the state. It really is. What is that area like? Is it kind of small? It is. It's a very small town. Um, you know, you got your Walmart, you got places to eat, the schools. And then like a family dollar, you know, so so it's very small. Yeah, Um, it has expanded like over the past few years, you know, we've got like a a Target and like a TJ Maxx and things like that. Ross, uh, just because, you know, I guess the school's growing, the area's growing. But when I first got there, uh, there wasn't like any of that. So would you say it's kind of like a college town experience? Like basically what's there exists because the university is there? Yes, most definitely. Uh, It seems like the town did build itself around the university. Um, I think there was like a dog food plant there at one time or like a bread factory. But um, yeah, once that moved, it became pretty much a college town. Interesting. So how would you rate your overall experience there? Oh, I had a great time. Um, I love my school. Uh, I would say, I'm going to say eight and a half. You know, okay. in my heart, in my spirit, I want to say a 10, but <laughs> I can't like disregard like any like struggles that I went through while I was there. You know, absolutely. Every college experience isn't perfect. So, yeah, that makes complete sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so what would you say your favorite part about attending that school is? So um, I would say I really like the fact that it was like in the eastern part of North Carolina because growing up in the immediate Charlotte Charlotte area um you know I didn't know much about the the state past you know like Raleigh Durham area and there's like this whole community of little towns they call it 252 but it's like the whole eastern half of North Carolina and I would have never learned anything about that uh, if I hadn't chose Elizabeth City State um, it just opened my mind and, like, you know, broadened my worldview a whole bunch. I have to admit, I grew up in the Charlotte area as well, and I've never been to that part of the state. So <laughs> I can attest that that can be very much a thing. And mm-hmm. you miss out on a lot of stuff by not having experienced those places. Because, I mean, I've never been to the Outer Banks or any of those areas, but I hear that they're beautiful and, you know, the mm-hmm. geography is completely different and that, you know, the things you're going to experience are super different there. So yeah, that sounds completely reasonable to be like, you know what? This yes. is where I need to be. Let's try something new. Okay. Right. So what's, Most definitely. Absolutely. So what's the food like on campus? What type of options do you have there? Um, so it was when I went there, you know, we had like a checkers on campus. 
um, where we could use our meal plan. Like that was the first time like I had checkers, um, but they have like great fries, great wings. You know, a lot of people are missing out, but um, <laughs> the calf, you know, it was pretty simple. You know, you had your, like your pizza and like cold sandwich station. And then you had like the fast food station where you can get like burgers, like a chicken sandwich and some fries if you want it. And then you like had the home cooking station, um, and then we also had like an action station where uh, they, um, what, what, like they'd rotate like dishes, but it would be like um, you know like a, I guess like hibachi type thing. They cook it in okay. front of you, like they let you know, like they'll have like a pasta, and then you can add like what sauce you want, what different vegetables you want, or they do like uh, lo mein, like stir fry things like that. They like switch it up all the time, and that was one of my favorite things to do. Um, that sounds really nice. It's a little bit different, you know. It's almost like having home cooked food. So right, and then you know, I went to an HBCU, so of course, you know, we have fried chicken Wednesdays, and then. <laughs> We had fish on Fridays, so that was always something that, you know, brought us all together, you know? Food definitely brings a community together, for sure. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming you lived on campus. I did. Um, for the first three years, I did live on campus. Uh, my senior year, I uh, commuted. All right, so what kind? What are the residence halls like there? Are they more of that traditional style where you're going to be, you know, sharing one of those small rooms with someone and then you've got like a hall bathroom that you share with the floor? Or is it suite style? Like, is there a mixture of those? So um, in my dorm for the freshman girls when I first went in, it was suite style. So um, I had one roommate and then I had two suite mates and, you know, we shared a bathroom. So that was really nice. We didn't have community bathrooms. We were responsible for, you know, cleaning up uh, after ourselves, keeping the showers and things to our personal standards. So uh, that was really good. Didn't really have to worry about cleaning up after everyone. Um, But you know, some people, they they were able to, you know, um, live in other dorms their freshman year, be it that they were in a summer program or anything like that. But um, once you get out of University Towers, the freshman dorm, it's really like you choose your dorm based on your lifestyle. Like we had uh, Viking Village, which was actually across the street from the campus, but um And then, so that was more of the folks who cared a lot about, um, you know, their, their academics. They were like the, the academically sound group of students that lived across the street in Viking Village away from everybody. But then they had like their own personal apartments with kitchens and things in them. So it was like, you, you thought you were somebody if you lived in the Ville. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And then we had the suites, which was actually on campus And that's a step down from the Ville. You don't have like your personal kitchens in your actual apartment, but you have a shared kitchen. It's closer to everything. So you're right in the center, like where all the um, the academic halls are and things like that. But um, if you wanted to be away from everybody and just wanted to chill and be to yourself, you can go to the complex. And those are little apartments as well. They were closer to the back of the campus. And that was kind of like a free-for-all type thing. But they did demolish those not too long ago. So that's like a memory in the distant past. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So can you tell me about your best or standout faculty experience? Um, So... I'm going to highlight my experience with uh, Dr. Colson Clark. Um, She was a political science professor. 
I actually majored in business administration, but during my junior year, I uh, branched out and took some electives. And that political science course, it really like brought in like my, my perspective as a business student, you know, seeing how, um, you know, just America operates you know, from the social standpoint and the political standpoint and then the business standpoint. And I really almost changed my major at the end of my junior year to political science because of Dr. <laughs> Colson Clark. She she was just so inspirational. Uh, she had many, many degrees. She told us about how she'd like commute like one hour uh, each way to, to, to take her classes, to get her coursework done and um, all her professional development um, aspirations it was just really great she was just so inspirational so dr close and clark because it's nice to have a professor that you look at and you think you know you may not be in my major but wow like look at everything that you've done and it really changes your mindset to think like not only in your own path but should i like should i shift to this like is this what all political science is like you know (laughs) that kind of thing like it's it's wonderful to have that kind of inspiration Mm mm-hmm so what is campus like being in such a small town? Would you say that it's a small campus? Was it easy to navigate? And like, since I know you lived on campus here for three years, how far did you have to like walk or bike to get around that? And then you said you commuted your last year. What was that commute like? Um, so the campus is pretty small. Um, I guess you can walk from one end to the other, I guess within like 20 minutes, I guess. Um got the courtyard with all like the Greek plots and then our uh, academic buildings. So, um, you know, you roll out of bed and you got 10 minutes before class and you, 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 you pretty good still, you know? Um, let's see. It was, like I said, it was small. So everybody really does know everybody. And that's another thing that I liked. Like, it was just like a really big community. And, um, you know, to this day, like, everybody shows love to everybody from ECSU so um and then as far as commute the commute it wasn't that bad either it really just depends on where in the city you live um I lived like in the area directly uh in the the immediate immediately surrounding the university um but still the nicer apartments I guess you could it's like 20 minutes away 15 minutes away it depends but um if you're not that picky and you just need uh, some housing um it's really easy to get around town <laughs> yeah it doesn't sound too bad i mean some places you live far and it takes a hot second to get there so mm-hmm. that's and good to know elizabeth city is one of those places where like you know you could be gone for like a long time and then you come back and everything is immediately flows back to you and it's very easy to navigate the city you know it's awesome it's hard to get lost (laughs) that's always good to know because I know that can be like an anxiety part for anyone who's moving someplace new they're like am I going to be getting lost here Mm -hmm. (laughs) but yeah we do not have those and then we had like a shuttle that'll take you from camp like if you lived on campus there was a shuttle that'll take you like uh, up to Walmart because that was like a 15 minute drive so uh, that was always great well, that's definitely helpful for students who don't have a car yes that would be really nice mm-hmm. so I know we talked about it a little bit but were there any specific factors that led you to choose this school over any others that you might have applied to um well you know I always wanted to go to an HBCU um 
living in Charlotte, you know, with the CIAA, I had plenty, I had like, I knew about some of like the bigger schools, like uh, Virginia State and uh, who else did we had? Um, who else was I interested in? Uh, Winston-Salem, I applied there. But, you know, I really loved uh, Virginia State University and I got accepted there. However, you know, out-of-state tuition is a bit much. So it is. Um, once I got accepted to Elizabeth City and I did my visit, I realized, oh, this is right by Virginia. You know, it's not a, like a um, a very large campus. You know, it's, it's, it seemed like the perfect match for me. So I just really enjoyed myself from day one, like orientation, open house, all that. That's awesome. And I, I think it really speaks to the fact that like you can think you want to go somewhere and then you start really looking into those factors and you do a visit and it really just like comes full force and you get there and you're like, maybe, maybe this is it. Mm-hmm. Maybe I thought one thing, but this is really it. Because I really do think it's important to go get a feel for the campus because you will be there for however long it takes you to get your degree. So it's important to like go there and say like, is this the feel that I can see myself in, you know, Yes. for however long. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, you know, I just love the Viking pride. Um, you know, they get you in there for the open house and, you know, they, they treat you well from the beginning. <laughs> And see, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. And I always like to ask this question. Was there anything specifically about going to an HBCU that was really important to you? Um, so, um, I actually grew up in Concord, North Carolina. So it's a very, and I grew up like in a rural part. So, um, you know, even though there were a good amount of African-Americans that I went to high school with, I still feel, felt like I was missing out on, like, the Black experience. So um, that I, I always knew I wanted to go to an HBCU. Um, so did that answer yeah, the I question? Think, I guess. You know, it did. It was perfect because I think it's really important. And there's an episode for anyone listening that wants to listen in where I did a panel podcast with um, five different people who had attended different HBCUs. And we talked about this, but it was one of those things that I think is important for young people who are looking at institutions to decide what type of school they want to go to. And there's so many different options out there, but I do think it's important for people to look into what type of community and atmosphere they really want to be a part of. And sometimes I don't think people recognize that, there are opportunities like HBCUs that could be the perfect fit and they don't like realize that it's an option and Mm -hmm. they don't, they, maybe they don't know that it's a need for them, you know, based upon where they grew up or what their experiences. And I know there are many people who their like legacies or family, you know, all go to the same school. And so they know, Mm -hmm. I just always think, how do we highlight the decision-making? Like you knew based on your experience, this is mm-hmm. I, this is where I grew up, but this is what I want. And some people right. might realize, like, I grew up in this area, but I want something different from what I grew up in. Or, like, I grew up here and, like, I still want to go and experience more of the Black experience, whatever that looks like for them. And so I always just, I always want to highlight that to make sure that, like, it gets people's minds working on, like, when mm-hmm. they think of the schools, like, okay, maybe I should check this out, you know, to see what's out there. Yeah, most definitely. Um, you know, don't let I guess like the the credentials, you know, like steer you away because, you know, even though I went to one of the smaller HBCUs, I'm still proud of like the the um 
I don't know, just the students, that the, the alumni, like, so I'm so proud of the school that I went to and just being able to, like, brag about, like, the people that I knew, like, while, um, <laughs> while in school. And even though, you know, my school is not very well known. Yeah, but I think it's just still one of those things that, like, the pride in the community are so important. And the fact that now, even now, you still feel that way. I think it just says a lot about the institution. And Mm -hmm. I hear nothing but things like that from people who've attended them. So I always just like kind of love to get a little bit more information because, you know, there are people out there who've attended other institutions who have major pride, but the love and like pride I feel from people who've attended HBUs, most of the time I feel is like tenfold of that. So I just Mm -hmm. think like it's such a wonderful thing to, you know, highlight. Yeah, it is. All right, my very last question for you. What do you wish you had known that an incoming or prospective student could benefit from? Um, so with this particular university, I'm just going to say, you know, you are in charge of the experience that you have. You know, um, you know, if you're a little bit more introverted, you may have to put in a little bit more effort making friends, you know, Um uh, I learned to be, I guess, a sort of a social butterfly once I went to school. Um, but I did go in alone from Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh, that's another thing. Like um, being from the 704 and all the way on the other side of the state, like the you will find a community like in the people that come from the same area as you, even if it's just a handful of you. But at the same time, like, please just branch out, you know, don't be afraid to talk to people because people, you're going to make lifelong connections. And to this day, you know, um, ECSU is always in my heart. (laughs) And and I completely agree. Get to know the people on your campus, make friends. And I mean, for people who are a little bit more extroverted and outgoing, it might be a little bit easier. And it's great advice to let people know, hey, it might be not your strong suit, but just branch out a little bit because you're going to find some people. It's mm-hmm. going to be there and create that community for yourself because you're going to want that through your mm-hmm. experience. Absolutely. And then one more thing that I did want to note on, like the professors there are excellent. Like, um, you know, I didn't take the traditional route. I did take a break uh, after my uh after my junior year, but when I came back, like two years later, like all the professors in the business, uh, in in the business department, they knew exactly who I was. They remembered my face, you know. So that's another important thing. Like your professors do care about you. Yeah, and that's a, a, like a nice thing to highlight about a smaller institution is that even after taking a break, but the people still remembered you, which mm-hmm. means that you had created a relationship with them prior to that, which means that like that's better for any networking or any references that you need and like having that connection with them because you've Mm -hmm. created a different personal dynamic. So I love that. Exactly. Yep. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. And I loved learning more about Elizabeth city state university. All right. Thank you so much. The library wants to be able to help teens on their journey as best we can. So for more information about college and career connections, please visit Charlotte Mecklenburg Library's website, cmlibrary.org teens, and also check out the Career Exploration Spotlight podcast series. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening to today's episode. If you loved what you just heard or know someone who would, please share it. Take a screenshot of the episode and share it on social media and don't forget to tag us. 
Last but not least, if you want to lend your personal support to what we're doing, leave a review on your podcast provider. Tune in every other week for a new episode of the College Exploration Spotlight series, and we'll see you then. Yeah.